You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode number 180, Finding God in the Bible. And that seems kind of like a silly title if you're a person of faith, because of course we we believe that the Bible is God's Word. We believe that the Scriptures are inspired. We believe that God speaks to us through His Word. But I wonder sometimes if if, if, if that's not just something we believe in our heads, but maybe we're not so sure about actually believing it in practice. I recently was reading a fantastic book called Whisper, How to Hear the Voice of God by Mark Batterson. And you may have heard of Mark Batterson. You may have read some of his other books. I think one of his, his most famous was The, uh, the, Circle, the Circle Maker, and uh, talking about prayer and just a fantastic book. But... This book is uh, designed to encourage us and to give us some tools on hearing God's voice. And I just want to pull just one little snippet out of the book. I'll actually be doing a full review on the book later but on my blog. But um, there's one thing that, that he, he mentioned in here, almost in passing, but it's something that I've been using for years and I know many other Christians have been using for years in the way that they approach the Scriptures. And, and, and Batterson says that... Uh, it's an ancient Benedictine monk practice called Lectio Divina. And, and basically, he gives four steps that these monks would go through as they're reading the scriptures. And you know, Christians for years have been intuitively kind of taken some of these on, but I think putting it together the way he does really helps give us a better perspective. And again, it's stuff that I've used for years and maybe you've used for years. But it was very helpful in the way that he brought it out. So I wanted to share it with you. And he compares reading the scriptures to having a meal. And the first thing that we do is we take the first bite. And, and that would be compared to reading the scriptures. When we sit down in the morning or in the afternoon or the evening or at what point during your day you read the scriptures... You open your Bible or you go open your phone, whatever, the, if you're reading on your electronic device, and you read. And this is fantastic. This is, this is something every Christian should do every day, and that's read a portion, read a chapter, read some of the scriptures. It gets God's Word inside of us. And, you know, really uh, having, a, having a plan is probably one of the smartest things anybody can do because too often... People just kind of sit down, flip open the Bible, read a couple of verses, and then go on about their day. And, I mean, that's fine, but that's kind of like eating snack food. You're just grabbing a little here, a little there. You're not really getting a, a, a well-balanced diet, if you will. And so having a plan to read the Scriptures, whether you're reading the Bible through during the year or maybe you have a plan to read the New Testament through a couple of times of year, a year or whatever it is, but have a plan 
on getting the Bible inside of you. And that's reading. So that's taking the first bite. And unfortunately, that's where most people stop. And listen, that's better than nothing. Getting God's Word inside of you is great. But you know, just taking that first bite isn't really going to help you when you've got a great meal sitting in front of you. So then we go to the second step, and that's meditation. Meditation. And that's chewing on the words and phrases that you're reading. And this is where, as you read, you know, you may read a chapter, and there might be one verse that really jumps out at you, or one thought, or one sentence that really jumps out at you. And that might be what you're supposed to kind of focus on that day. That might be something that the Holy Spirit inside of you is impressing you to dig in and dig a little bit deeper. So you're chewing on the words and phrases. Well, how do we do that? Well, there's word studies. You may pull a few words out. Um, one of the great things to do, especially if you're reading on an electronic device like uh, the using the YouVersion app, and, and I do this all the time, is I'll compare translations. My normal... Uh, version that I'm reading right now is the uh, English Standard Version, the ESV. Um, but I also like to read the NIV, the New International Version, the New Living Translation, the NLT. They're all good. And it, but but what you can do when you're uh, meditating, when you're kind of digging in and chewing on something in the Scriptures, is is you can compare translations. And this is a wonderful way to dig in a little bit deeper. We mentioned word studies. Um, obviously, the Bible was not written in English. And so, in the original Greek, if you're reading the New Testament or the, the original Hebrew or the little bit that's in Aramaic in the Old Testament, you can uh, you know maybe go and study some words. There's plenty of great tools online, plenty of great books available to dig in and do a word study. And then you might also even pull a commentary out. There's commentaries. I love commentaries. I love hearing what scholars have to say about things that interest me. Because, you know, what did the writer of Ecclesiastes say? There's nothing new under the sun. And so, you know, God's Word's been around for, for thousands of years. And so I like to hear what other people have said about the same thing that uh, that I feel maybe the Holy Spirit's speaking to me about. So so in meditation, we're chewing on it. We're, we're digging a little deeper. Even if we wanted to use another analogy, we might say this is where we're really digging for gold. We're we're pushing in, we're digging a little bit deeper under the surface to see what we can find. Well, don't go away. We've still got two more uh, fascinating uh, steps to this ancient Benedictine uh, monk practice, Lectio Divina, on finding God in the Bible. But before we do that, I want to let you know that this episode of Leading and Learning is brought to you by two books today. I've already mentioned that that I'm pulling a few of these thoughts out of uh, Mark Batterson's incredible book, Whisper, How to Hear the Voice of God. This is a just a fantastic read. Mark's a great writer, um, great stories, great content, and it's the kind of book that will really help you. So there'll be a link in the show notes. Also, this episode of Leading and Learning is brought to you by my book, Miracles in Mark. Miracles in Mark focuses on all of the supernatural uh, experiences that you see in that incredible gospel. Mark is, is considered by most scholars to be the first gospel written. Uh, most scholars consider it to be the gospel of, 
of Simon Peter, the great apostle, and, and John Mark recorded the things that Peter told him. So it's a first-person account of Jesus' life and ministry. And it's fast-paced, it's action-oriented. And miracles in Mark, I wanted to dig in because Mark focuses more on miracles than he does on teaching. Uh, Matthew has a lot of Jesus' teaching. Luke has a lot of Jesus' teaching. Uh, John kind of gives a nice mix. But Mark is exclusive. He's got a few little teaching, and there's a little bit of, of, of stuff. There's some parables and some other stuff, but most of it is action. It's signs. So Miracles in Mark is a great tool for you to use in your individual study or even in a small group study. Well, all right, we're back, and we've already talked about uh, how, how reading the Scriptures is the first step that we want to take. It's like taking the first bite of a great meal, and then meditating. We're, we're chewing on the words. We're chewing on the phrases. We're, we're digging in a little bit more. But then, number three, we pray the Scriptures. This has been such a blessing for me over the last several years as, as I've really taken my time of reading the Bible and incorporated it into my prayer time. I don't know about you, but sometimes prayer can be hard. Sometimes I struggle to, to know what to pray for and to know how to pray. But, but I know that when I'm praying the Scriptures, I, I, I know I'm going in the right direction. So when we're praying, and again, back to the meal analogy, we're savoring the scriptures, we're tasting them, and we're, we're turning them into a prayer so that we can get those thoughts, get those ideas, get, those divine, get that divine message inside of us. And when we pray the scriptures, it, it really guides what we're asking God for. You know, Jesus said in John 15, 7, he said, If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Well, you know, that's a, that's a pretty amazing promise. If you take that promise and think about it, that's, that's pretty amazing. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask for anything and it will be done for you. Well, how could Jesus make such an incredible claim? Well, as God's Word gets inside of us, as God's Word uh, fills us, it shapes us, and the things that we ask for are going to be the things that God wants to give us anyway. So praying the Scriptures. This will revolutionize your prayer life. And then the last one is contemplation. Contemplation. This is the, the idea of digesting the Word. How can I apply what I'm learning? How can I take what I've read today and put it into practice? How are God's words changing me? And then, what is God saying to me right now? And like we said, now how can I apply it? That's contemplation. This is this is a, a really a lost art because we're so concerned with moving right on to the next thing. I am, you are, we all are. We read, we, we tick that off our list, and we move on. But this, this process of reading and meditating and praying and then contemplating is such a valuable, valuable process for us to get God's Word inside of us and to let it shape us and to let it change us. Let's not be so quick to just 
you know, tick it off our list. I've read my chapter, I've read, you know, my for my reading plan, and now I'm ready to move on with other things. Take time. Read it. Meditate on it. Pray what you've read, and then contemplate how we can apply it in our lives. Well, now it's your turn. I'd love to hear from you. What do you think about this way of approaching God's Word? Go to davidspell.com, leave me a question or comment in the comment section for today's episode. Let me know what you think. And while you're at davidspell.com, make sure you sign up to get my free newsletter. I send out three blog posts a week. This podcast is one of them. They come out on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And by subscribing, you'll make sure you don't miss a single issue. Subscribers also get my free subscribers-only newsletter that I send out once a month. I throw in some leadership tips, a little extra teaching. I also let you know what's going on in my wife and and my ministry as we uh, travel around the world and do do missionary work supporting churches and helping uh, train leaders. So let's stay in touch, friends. Well, listen, thanks for being with me today. And until next time, this is David Spell encouraging you to keep looking for God in His Word.